driving directions on your phone? Oh no! That's not fun! Navigate hands-free with Apple CarPlay. You know, every year somebody pops up on the mini bike scene that makes a little name for himself. One of these guys is Nick Anathasian from Prestige Parts Plus in the Inland Empire. He's causing a stir. He's making some things happen. Let's find out his backstory on the next Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. Everybody, welcome to season seven, episode six, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Today's podcast is presented by our friends at Pioneer Car Electronics, who remind you don't break up with your car, upgrade it with Pioneer. I also want to give a big shout out to our friends over at GTS Hobbies. Uh, we're happy to say that GTS Hobbies is going to be a big supporter of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion and giving away a rolling frame with a big tire on it at this year's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. That's October the 8th at CV Park in beautiful La Crescenta. I also want to give a big shout out to our friends at studsracing.com. The Motor City Madness is happening there, studsracing.com. Check them out for all your mini bike parts and needs. And say hi to my friend Eric out there. Mention Joe's Mini Bike Reunion and they'll charge you 10% more as well. All right, everybody. Today we've got a great guest in store. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, every year... Somebody pops up in this mini bike scene that seems to be making a name for himself, whether it's the way he presents himself, whether it's the bikes he's building, whether it's the part, parts that he's using on his builds, or maybe some of the parts that he's endorsing. Uh, Nick Anathasian is one of those guys that uh, has popped up recently. I first found out about Nick from a good friend of ours uh, and the podcast, Jake Moe. Uh, shout out to Jake Moe at uh, Moe Customs. Hope you're doing well, Jake. In fact, Jake stopped by my house uh, this past week on Tuesday. He bounced out of his uh, gig for a second and came by to say hi to me and Linda. We had a chance to catch up and have a cup of coffee, and before you knew it, he was gone. But while he was there, he helped me bleed my brakes on my Temecula Bob long frame, 
and gave me a couple of tips and tricks that only Jake can do. And uh, Nick's name came up. And, uh, you know, Nick and I had met for the first time on one of the recent rides that uh, we had taken. I think that was the one that we went to Santa Monica Pier. And I was impressed not only by uh, his bikes, but uh, the group that he was hanging around with. He was with uh, his girlfriend, Celeste, and uh, Jay. In fact, that's where I met Smoking Jay for the first time. And I knew that I wanted to have, um, I wanted to find out more about um, uh, about Nick. And when I reached out to make this happen originally, uh, I got a hold of Jay. And some of you folks may remember Jay. He was uh, featured on the podcast a few weeks back. Jay gave us a, just a little bit of an idea of what was happening over there at Prestige Plus. But I wanted to find out. Uh, from the man himself. And with that said, I want to welcome to the podcast, Nick from Prestige Parts Plus. Nick, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, how's it going, Joe? Doing all right? Yeah. All right. You had you, you two had a long trek that you came out here. Thanks for making a little time for us uh, to be on the podcast. No problem. Uh, get that microphone a little bit closer to you. It'd probably be better for everybody. There you go. See? So, Nick, uh, you rolled up in a custom bike and let's see what I remember about that bike. It had a trick front suspension, almost like a motocross-like. It had big tires off of, um, I don't know if they were 10-inch tires or not, but the bike sounded nice. The bike looked strong. Talk to us a little bit about your build style, because I see something there that's kind of unique from a lot of the other bikes that I see out there. Yeah, I like the big wheel style, you know, with the... Uh... I like to use a X18 pocket bike, uh, pocket bike style rims, you know, eight to the tens. Gives a good look. Um, yeah, that pocket bike style wheel and tire; those were used sparingly, but now it seems like they're much more popular. Why is it? Just because it's a better feel when you're riding? It's just more tire on the ground, or is it just the look? What What is it about the big tire? I'm sure it just took a couple guys to make some bitching bikes, and everyone just kind of. You know, wanted to make a bike like that, and now you can't really find them at all. Yeah, that Pretty look. Uh, another thing that I saw is that in addition to custom bikes and, and, and frames that you're putting together, you don't mind playing off some of the existing frames. Uh, and even some of them, uh, I don't know if they're Motovox. Uh, I've seen an Asusa that I think you were recently trying to sell. You may have had some doodle bugs there. You're... Um, you're an equal opportunity builder. You don't mind starting from scratch or modifying uh, some of the other bikes that are out there, like the Doodle Bugs and the Motovoxes. Is that true? Yeah. Mostly uh, what we do is a lot of chops, you know. It's like uh, stretches and re-raking them and, you know, different brake systems and just turning them into trikes, just, you know, all different stuff. So when you uh, first got started in the mini bikes. How did, how did that pan out? Was this something that you've recently got into, or is this something that you've always been into mini bikes? Uh, yeah, all through my life, I've liked them, but my my dad actually got a storage unit years back and had a few go-karts and a few mini bikes and just fixing them up and stuff and selling the ones I didn't like and getting on offer up and I seen how popular it was and how easy it was to resell and find cool stuff and, you know. I'm more of a collector, but just, you know. That's how it started? That's how it started, yeah. Do you remember what some of those bikes were back when you, know, you had the, the storage uh, bin with the go-karts and the mini bikes? Were they just generic mini bikes? Any of them yeah, that you remember? It was one of the uh, Carter Bros, the big monster truck. Yeah. Have you seen those ones? I sure have. It was one of those. Uh, Yerf Dog. It was a couple little uh, pocket bikes, a uh, little mini chopper. 
So nothing really like a vintage taco or bonanza, just some run-of-the-mill bikes, and it still got you excited, huh? There's no real mini bikes there. Just a couple of pocket bikes, chopper, and a go-kart. But that just got me introduced with the offer-up crowd, you know? And that that's where it all started, I guess. So offer-up gave you your first entree to not only uh, selling some of those leftover bikes or maybe parts or whatever, and then you started to realize, what, that you were in the game? Well, yeah, just buying, you know, getting in the game. Like, uh, I started buying old bikes and hooking them up and then after you start carrying so many parts just for your builds you people catch on you're like hey you know call nick he got it and just started getting more and more parts and yeah that's just supplying the area you know because there's no shops out there it's all la pretty much yeah so what nick's talking about is nick's in what we uh, refer to as the inland empire and it's uh, not necessarily right next door to la uh we've had some uh, guests on the podcast in the past uh for example tim from small engine cams that's the heartbeat for socal if you need parts you're rolling over to small engine cams and they're going to satisfy whatever your needs are uh not that easy just to all of a sudden your chain breaks or all of a sudden you need a new intake or a carb or man we've all been there where we need a piece of chain or a clutch right and it's not as easy as just jumping down there to driving down to small engine cams or ordering online from studs racing uh so you had become a source then for i would imagine a lot of these mini bike enthusiasts in the in the in the inland empire uh did some of those inquiries or did some of those uh sales start to give you an idea that maybe you can go from just kind of offer up to maybe hanging your own shingle and opening up your own shop how did how did you get to that point where it went from kind of like a hobby to actually brick and mortar i think it was a lot of the Around COVID time, and all the motorsports got real popular, and actually hopped on Instagram finally, and uh, that opened up a lot of doors and got me more in the community, you know. And uh, yeah, it's been a few years now, and so that grassroots activity where you're buying and selling parts on offer up, you start to come across a lot of different folks, you start to build up a little notoriety. Uh, it still takes a little. S- take some balls to still step up and to the plate, not only time-wise, but career-wise and financially to open up a shop, especially in Southern California. Uh, were Was that an easy decision for you to make? Did you, did you second guess whether or not this is something that you were going to truly try to make into a real business? No, it's not that hard. Well, I used to do roofing and uh, construction, you know, so I didn't get no younger. So I got to, you know, put everything into it and, and just, you know, trying to make it work. and So what'd you do? Just uh, find a shop? How did, how did it kind of roll out? I'm still out of a garage right now. Okay. But uh, hopefully pretty soon I'll find a commercial area I could open up a shop at. It's mostly just a lot of fabrication and stuff. I got my normal... I don't promote myself too much right now. But I'm trying to get my website under construction right now. But a lot of local guys, you know. Just a lot of fab work, local guys. You got that word of mouth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people would pay good money for that. You can have the best website in the world, but if you don't have that notoriety internally, which it seems like you do, uh, it's still kind of tough to go. It's not like you just turn on the lights and put a we're open sign up and people run in there. So you're obviously making a name for yourself in the Inland Empire. Who are some of these guys that are coming into the shop buying parts? Are they, are they older guys? Are they younger guys? Are they buying just parts that they're installing in themselves? Are they buying complete bikes? What's kind of the range of the customers that you're seeing um. at uh, Prestige Parts Plus? I'd say uh, all different ages, you know, old guys, young guys, a lot of 
a lot of little crews, little uh, race crews and ride-out crews. They're my biggest customers for all the consumables. And I got a few older guys. They do the more custom builds, putting a lot more money into the builds and just for show and stuff like that. Are folks asking for complete bikes now, or are they still just hunting for parts? Yeah, complete bikes. I, I sell a lot of complete bikes. Rollers. So how would that work? Would it be like, hey, uh, we want you to build a custom bike for us, or are they bringing you up maybe a project that they started they, they want you to finish? How, how is that kind of working out? Yeah. Uh, they bring me bikes they want to chop up and extend or put swing arms on or shock bars, you know, different brake systems, motor plates, you know. I sell, uh, I bend frames, I do all the welding and stuff, if they want to build some kind of drag bike or drift trike, chopper, you know. Yeah, were there, uh, were there builders in the hobby that you uh, were fans of or got your attention early on when you were starting out? Is there, are there any guys out there uh, or builders out there that uh, you kind of like their style or you model some of your bikes uh, in your builds around? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Jake Moe. One of my favorite builders, uh, Frank from F&B. Ralph has always been a big inspiration. Uh, uh, Metal, Fabric, uh, Metal Fab Creations, that guy's really inspiring. Um, and what do you do? Just um, let some of their work guide you on some of the directions? Because your bikes, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the bikes, you're touching everything from that front tire to that back tire there's nothing stock about any of the bikes that you're building so you obviously have got not only some talent but it's nice to kind of steal some cues and some ideas from some of the other builders particularly those guys that you mentioned in the past is uh you know benchmarks yeah yeah there's uh, no denying that uh, jake and rafa and you know a lot of guys know fmb for their pipes but they don't realize that they also um had taken their turn in the hopper for building frames they, they do nice jobs on that but uh, it's a good group of guys in this community you seem to be uh, picking up a little bit notoriety and momentum uh, about some of the efforts that you're making. How does that make you feel? Uh, real good, you know. I used to watch the show and, you know, say one day I'll be on there and now, you know, getting a little more recognition for all the hard work, you know. Yeah, good. Uh, it's good to have you on there as well. When folks are looking at uh, either buying a complete custom bike or parts for their bike, uh, some guys like them to either dial them up uh, on the phone, like Rafa from GTS. Other folks don't mind if you send in an inquiry or some information through Instagram. Is there a way that works best for folks that may want to do some business with uh, Prestige Parts Plus? Yeah, uh, mostly on Instagram uh, through Prestige Parts Plus. Uh, or my phone number, 909-667-9279. Why don't you repeat that again, folks? If you're looking at uh, maybe picking up the phone and talking uh, directly to the guys at Prestige Parts Plus, what's the number again? 909-667-9279. So you've uh, been involved uh, as an enthusiast. You've uh, bought and sold parts and bikes. I see recently some posts on Instagram where uh, I don't know if it's you or the company starting to promote some drag race activities in the Inland Empire. Is uh, drag racing or mini bike racing in events uh, promotion is that something that you're looking at getting into down the line as well? You seem to be touching base on a lot of the different elements, as uh, selling parts and building bikes and hosting uh, either rides or races. Is that all part of the the big picture for you? Yeah, just um, trying to pro promote the sport in my area. You know, trying to put 
the Inland Empire on the map. So we'd have to come out here to race and, you know, just have more stuff out there uh, available for us. Who are some of the bigger uh, players or some of the more prominent uh, mini bike characters in the Inland Empire that you come across? Um, let's see out that way. We got uh, Block Boys, uh, High End Customs, uh, Criminal Riders are doing real good with their racing. Uh, there's a lot of them. Uh, it, for a second, if you could, talk a little bit about those guys. These These are acquaintances of yours they're customers of yours what are what are they buying when they come into the shop i know they want to come in there and shoot the shit and talk and see some of the bikes and maybe show off some of their stuff but when it comes to parts what are some of the more popular parts that the guys are looking to buy when they come into the place uh it's mostly a lot of chassis parts you know gearing and different rims and tires and stuff like that i have a lot of racing parts as well too but mostly chassis parts and more custom accessories and Stuff to really trick out your bike, you know? Yeah, I saw you brought a little something that we're going to be giving away on the show. Something bright and shiny. Talk a little bit about what you brought here. Uh, this is just a valve cover I had made. A uh, guy on Instagram, Jeff Built. He's making them for everyone right now. But What's the name of his company? It's, uh, I don't know. it's Jeff Built on jeff.built on instagram yeah we'll get that information and we'll plug it on the site uh if you're watching the podcast on youtube now when it's airing we're going to be giving this away compliments of prestige parts plus a uh, nice little billet piece here uh, probably too cool for most of the mini bikes that i see out there but this is just an example of some of the cool custom products that you can get obviously this is more of a kind of a lipstick makeup cosmetic part but there's plenty of performance parts not to mention all the stuff that you really need whether it's wheels tires brakes chains I saw some uh, recent videos that I think you're, I think you're a guy, Jay. Uh, incidentally, shout out to Jay, Smoking Jay, Jay Klontz. Uh, Jay was a guest on the podcast recently. In fact, his episode uh, should have already aired by the time you're watching this one. Uh, Jay's been doing a good job as your front man. How did you two guys kind of meet up? Um, offer up. You know, I started selling parts to him and he just really got immersed in the hobby and we started doing builds together and he just kept, you know, throwing so much money in these bills and pretty much just a fine example of, you know, my work. And now it's going to, uh, what am I saying? Yeah, it just... Good team so far. He's been putting a lot of money in his bikes and, and I've been putting a lot of work into his bikes and, and he believes in the company and wants to promote me and... Yeah, let guy. you go do your stuff building the bikes and, you know... Um, uh, locating and sourcing the parts that you want to sell that you want to have available um, it's always nice to have somebody there handling some of that out front work some of that lights camera action stuff he does a good job representing you and oh yeah the you know, pr guy yeah, yeah everybody's got to have one of those in fact there's a lot of guys who are uh builders like yourself who, who don't have that uh and it's a nice compliment to have that because you could be focusing on some other things that are a little bit more important folks we've been uh, talking to uh, nick uh, Anathasian with Prestige Parts Plus. He's been um, causing a little bit of a stir in the Inland Empire in this mini bike scene. Uh, I had a good time uh, riding out with him on the uh, ride out to uh, Santa Monica Pier. It was hosted by our man uh, Long Beach Sprocket. Uh, you've enjoyed some of those rides. Uh, hopefully we'll have a chance to um, get together on another one soon. Uh, Nick, is there anybody that uh, maybe you'd like to give a shout out to or um, 
give a props to that uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about? Um, I know you want to give a shout out to Celeste. <laughs> yeah. She's with you wherever yeah, you go. You girl. guys make a good team. How long you two been together? I'm uh, going like six years now. Six years? She's been tolerating you for six years? Yeah. All right. Well, she gets a free Joe's Mini Bike Reunion t-shirt at the event. Joe's Mini Bike Reunion coming at you October the 8th, 2022. It's our 10th event, 10th anniversary event. It's our diamond event. Uh, I'm working towards uh, the new website, which will give you guys all an opportunity to register online. You'll have a few options uh, ranging anywhere from 10 bucks to $35. There'll be an additional fee if you want to be on the dyno. Uh, we're looking forward to having our friends over at GTS Hobby on display. Who knows? Maybe we'll see the friends over at Small Engine Cams. Uh, F&B Racing typically has a booth there. Uh, who knows? Maybe we'll see a booth from Prestige Parts Plus, and you can say hi to Nick directly and check out all the cool builds and uh, products that he has to make your bike handle better and go faster. You know... Um, we talked about small engine cams. Uh, we have Studs Racing as a sponsor. In the past, we've had Go Power Sports. There's a lot of um, folks that uh, could sell you parts. Uh, that's kind of the easy thing is to sell you the parts. It's uh, having that knowledge and having that hands-on expertise to make sure that you get the right part or the right build. Uh, I support all of those uh, sponsors and all of those folks that I mentioned. Uh, in addition to uh, shining a little spotlight on Prestige Parts Plus today. Uh, take a look at supporting all of the folks that support Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, including our friends at Pioneer Car Electronics as well. Uh, Nick, uh, thanks for spending the time with us today. Uh, continued success with Prestige Parts Plus. I uh, I don't know. I uh, maybe get a little tax refund. I have to become a customer of yours mm -hmm. as well to see if there's something you can build for me. I look forward to uh, maybe having that opportunity because I like what you're doing. Uh, thanks for spending some time with us on the podcast. And once again, folks, if you'd like to uh, get a hold of uh, Nick for your next custom build, or maybe who knows, there's some parts that you may need. Check them out at Prestige Parts Plus, particularly on Instagram. This has been episode five, season seven of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. Six? Oh, look at that. Uh, episode six. We did three of them today. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. Tell a friend. If you get a chance, uh, hit the like button or subscribe on YouTube. That's all the stuff that we need to uh, fill the machine. I'm your host, Joe Severgani, and we'll see you the next time on Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody.